You're tuning into Parenting Naked, a collaborative to help navigate the celebrations and challenges of parenting. Hey, welcome, you guys. This is Misty White, and you're with Parenting Naked. We're excited that we have dads with us today, which is a little bit uh, different than just the mommies talking. Um, and some of us, or some of the men in the group, are our spouses. Um, if they want to say who they're with, they can. If they want to deny who they're with, that's fine. <laughs> um, but today we're going to uh, talk about their experiences being first-time dads or third-time dads um, and just being real about the fun parts of it, the really hardships about it, and everything in between. Um, and so we're just, uh, the first question that I was curious about is what made you guys know that you wanted to be dads? Like, did you know organically that you wanted to be a dad or was it something that your wife proposed or your spouse proposed? Um, so um, we can go around and introduce yourself, whoever wants to talk. But really, uh, you know, when did you know that you wanted to, to be a dad? This is Travis. I, uh, I think I've always kind of wanted to be a dad. I'm not sure why. Maybe it was just my own father, you know made me want to have kids and, and uh you know in my 20s i was always looking for that that special person you know to start family with and and actually didn't happen till i was you know in my 30s i got married and and then i was 39 and my wife and i we'd always talked about having a child but you know we wanted to wait till we were done with school and everything and school was done and it was time to make that decision and and it was it was actually difficult because at 39 you're kind of set in what you do and i liked my freedom and we had two incomes and no kids and and so my desire to have a child kind of kind of waned a little bit but my wife really wanted to and i thought yeah okay let's give it a shot and uh it's been <laughs> okay, it's been the greatest thing that's ever happened to me but yeah I, i've always wanted to have kids I'm um, maybe kind of the opposite a little bit. I, I I just always assumed I would have kids, but I never had like a yearning to have kids. I never felt that pull. I just assumed it would happen. And I knew Gretchen and I uh, were on the same page in terms of wanting to have a family. And we got uh, married older than most people, particularly me. Um, and so we didn't have a ton of time really to wait. Mm -hmm. And so we just sort of knew we were, we had a timeline sort of that we were trying to work with and we both knew we eventually wanted to have a family. And so we just sort of jumped into it. Um, so I didn't have that at all. And it is, it's, it's amazing. Like it's, you know, absolutely, you know, it's the greatest thing ever, of course, but like uh, it just kind of came together, I guess. Mm -hmm. you know? It was interesting to watch because I worked with Gretchen when you two got married and then the talking about having a family and kind of seeing her side of it was really cool. But hearing how excited you were to start the family was really fun to watch with her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been, yeah, it's been a crazy, I'm sure every parent feels the same way. It's crazy, mm -hmm. but it's obviously, you know, it's funny because I, like I said, I'm older um, than most parents. Um and I'm the last of my sort of group of friends to have kids. And they all have kids who are, you know, much older, relatively much older than our kids are. And the experiences that I felt or the emotions I felt as a dad 
no one ever really shared those with me. And I kind of realize now why, because I don't share those with other dads or other friends who don't have kids. Because you kind of sound like a jackass, I think. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, you know, but I've never felt the love like I feel from, you know, like you just mm -hmm. sort of, but parents can relate to it. But mm -hmm. if you say that to someone who doesn't have kids, it just sort of, you know, it, and it's also, it's, it's sort of nonsensical. Like, I've never been more tired. I've never been more stressed. <laughs> yeah. But it's the greatest. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. But parents can relate to it. So I think. Yeah, that for sure. So this is Scott. Um, for me, it there's a few different themes to it. I grew up really tight with my siblings. And for me, that kind of bond was important and is something that continues. It's migrated from being kids and what that looks like to being in a much stronger bond as adults. Um, we interact with each other differently, but there's definitely a, um, a reliance that I have on my two sisters, which is something that I very much appreciate about having um, a family. And so the other was with my dad. My dad coached all three of our soccer teams growing up. And for me, that was a pretty special experience. He would go and work early and leave at 4.30 and have soccer practice every day of the week. Mm -hmm. um, and that is something, that's an experience I've always wanted for our kids um, to be able to do that at some point in the future. Um, and uh, so since I was in my 20s, I always knew I wanted to have kids. It was how I looked for a partner. Um, it was something important for me to see in my wife. I had considered baby names when I was young. Didn't realize until later it was negotiation. Um, <laughs> But we've been we've been very fortunate. We have two young two young boys right now, two and eight months, um, and uh, it's been just miraculous and magical and everything we had hoped. I think to Adam's point, it's it's unscripted, mm -hmm. and so then that's part of the adventure um, that we really enjoy. Uh, and uh, it's been everything world turns upside down, but everything we had hoped for. So. Mm -hmm. I like that you said choosing a partner. Um, that's definitely a topic that we have brought up. Is did you guys really search for a person who you're like, okay, I'm willing to have a child <laughs> with you? Or did you get married really quickly and then it came along of like, oh, I guess we can have kids now that we're married? Um, you know, but just being very intentional is this the person that I want to have children with because you're connected to them forever, good, bad, ugly. <laughs> but, yeah. This is Randall. Um, I can remember as a small kid, always wanting to have children. I think it was, uh, my mom was somewhat around, but, uh, you know, my dad was more of the single dad. He, you know, I was always with my dad. There was always that, um, bond with my dad and my sister. So I've always wanted kids since I could ever remember. Um, I guess it's kind of weird having your wife in here, but she, <laughs> she knows this. It's, it's been, uh, I didn't think I would ever be married having kids. I, you know, not seeing my dad being married, I think that potentially could be why. I think I, I would see that as well too. And it wasn't, uh, I don't know, maybe it wasn't uh, always looking for the right person. It was, I guess, more of my thing of always just wanting a kid. Uh, it happened to work out where I had, I got married and then had a kid, but uh, I might have got pressured into getting married first before the kid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so it was an ultimatum then? <laughs> well, it was a, a pretty big conversation that he said, I want kids. And I said, not unless we're married. And it was this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so we both met in the middle. Right. Yeah, married and kids. <laughs> married and kids. Like, I mean, it seems like to that. be working out. Yeah. 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 
Thank you. Yeah, so, <laughs> it, so far it's worked out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So it's just always, it has always been like that. I, I don't know. I always envisioned having kids and never once thought of not having kids. I think that would be, so it's harder to think too, you know, yes, you want a partner. Um, kids are hard. I was a hard kid, so I can understand how kids can be hard. You're a hard adult. Yeah. <laughs> so it, that will be another fun. <laughs> so definitely, it, it's good to find a partner and have somebody like that. I think, uh, you know, and maybe for some it may not be the biggest thing, but it does help, I think, with kids and stuff. And then, you know, when you have the opportunity to, to have children and have both, you know, I'm thankful I had a daughter first, help me be a better dad. And then it, allowed us to then also adopt so that was a whole different different kind of i guess uh, experience too so but yeah that's all i can think of for that part uh i'm ryan and i can actually pinpoint the moment when i <laughs> realized i wanted kids i was actually 16 years old working for the thornton rec center as a lifeguard and i taught swim lessons and i had always had at least one kid in my group that was like i just was in love with and so i turned into babysitting jobs and blah 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 and then uh the second uh <clears throat> this actually i might might have those backwards but when my niece was born michaela she was actually like I was the first person she opened her eyes to, and we were instantly like in love with each other. And we've been close ever since. But um, I kind of just, I've always known, I think, it, that I've wanted kids. Um, I kind of had those paternal instincts of like, I was a lifeguard. I like watching over people. I wanted to be an EMT. Like, I like to be protective and watch over people and help out. And so I wanted to translate that to children. And we, I went through a period of time with um, picking partners, and uh, we, I, with one in particular that I'm, with all due respect, glad it didn't work out, but uh, just because we weren't meant to be. But we went through some struggles of losing um, some children as time went on, and but it just kind of made me want it more and more as as time continued. And uh, eventually, I met my first wife, Jenna, who we ended up. We kind of just played this. We'll just see what happens. We love each other. We're having fun being, you know, adults. But, like, if it happens, it happens. And then all of a sudden, we had our first daughter, Serenity. And um, and kind of just, it, it wasn't a surprise, but it was kind of, you know, like we, like I said, we just kind of let it happen and um, kind of let life take over. And, and then two years later, we were blessed with Sochi. And then, unfortunately, it didn't work out between Jenna and I, so um, I've since remarried, and now I have a 10-month-old uh, baby girl named Violet. So I've been blessed with all three girls, but <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I love being a father, and I'm, I, it's, it's been a long time coming, and I'm glad it, it, it is the way it is. And to speak to what Randall said, like having girls, um, which I'm sure we'll probably get into later, but having girls is a huge game changer, especially when... Uh, I was raised with, I was a, I was a, a, an only child and then I had, um, my, my dad remarried and I had uh, a stepsister and two stepbrothers, um, which I wasn't really used to having. Um, but, uh, um, oh my God, I just lost my concentration. Um, but, uh, um, man, I forgot what I was talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, okay. I, I got nervous. You can jump back. <laughs> I got nervous. I'll jump back. Yeah. Um. yeah. One of the things, too, if you guys feel comfortable, um, how many 
pregnancies have you guys been involved with and how many children do you have? Because miscarriages and um, termination of pregnancy is definitely something that we talk about in here. Um, but Ryan, you, when you said that you, they, your first partner, whomever, the pregnancies didn't work wow. out. Um, if you guys don't mind, um, for me, I've been pregnant three times, but I've only had two children. We've adopted the third. But if you feel comfortable, you can, because I know it's a really touchy subject. Um, so with ours, it was just, they just, we lost them in eight, nine weeks. Um, but then, um, I don't really talk about this a lot. Um, not many people know, but actually the, the girl that I was trying with, we, when we realized that we weren't fit for each other, she was pregnant again. And we did have to make that decision whether to keep it or not. And unfortunately we chose not to because we didn't want to bring a kid into an, you know, an unloving family. Like I, I was, we, we had decided jointly that we were through. Yeah. And so we decided to do that. And that was one of the hardest decisions that I've ever had to make because we had fought for so long to have one. Mm -hmm. And then it was finally like, okay, now everything's to the point where it's good, but now we have to make this life-changing decision, not only for us, but for the fetus. Like, mm -hmm. Do we, for this baby, do we keep it or not? And Unfortunately, we decided not to um, because it just we 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 realized that we weren't right for each other. We had different goals, and mm -hmm. so it was it was tough. Um, even you know I I don't know the stigma. Maybe it's not as hard for guys, but it, it definitely was. Um, I definitely had a lot of sleepless nights and mm -hmm. cried a lot and had to consult some people that I didn't wouldn't normally talk to about it. But it was it was a a tough thing and then trying to be there for her as well because even though we weren't going to be together anymore i still cared yeah. for her and and didn't want her to go through it alone and tried mm -hmm. to be there for her so it was a an interesting mm -hmm. situation um and to finish my thought from earlier my brothers and sisters the reason was that <laughs> so i i was raised in a house like my dad was a, a man's man and it was like you know be a man grow up stop you know like he kind of he wasn't a bad father but you know like they, he, he was hard on me and and my brothers too and it was but we grew up in a house where it was like guys being guys so having girls definitely changed my temperament and who I am as a person it's changed me for like since my first daughter was born it changed my entire life and even back to my niece um because it made me open up to this softer side of like I don't always have to be this like guy's guy and living in toxic mas masculinity and doing all this stuff it was like I can you know be who I want to be in front of the girls and I wasn't encouraged always to do that as a kid I was encouraged to be a tough strong male that wasn't you know yeah. we don't cry and we don't mm -hmm. talk about our emotions and we don't blame other people for our failures yeah. or, or we'll not blame other people but we don't consider other options involved it's all on you and so having the girls changed my perspective on life in general mm -hmm. as to you know what yeah. is acceptable and what should change mm -hmm. um so that's been huge for me yeah i think some guys were meant to have girls <laughs> adam's over there <laughs> yeah. so to your earlier question aaron and i had we've had four pregnancies and uh i would say three pregnancies, two kids, um, one miscarriage. But we, when it comes to discussions around um, decision-making and termination, things like that, we have an interesting dynamic 
uh, around genetics that we have to consider as we get pregnant about how it influences our decision making down the line. Um, and so we have to dry run a lot of these conversations, um, much like Ryan experienced, just to be prepared. Mm -hmm. We've been fortunate that um, we haven't had to make a, a serious decision yet, um, but it is something that every time we get pregnant weighs on us yeah. pretty heavily. We actually had Unfortunately, as part of our second pregnancy, a like one of the testing that we had to do um, had a, a, a physical disruption with membranes, which created risks downstream that Aaron's water would break early. So we had six months of not knowing if the baby was going to make it. And it just it's it's those decisions or those experiences you just never plan for. You just don't know anticipate. And everyone has their own journey. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 trying at all stages, and I think. To what Ryan said, it's our job as as the the males in the relationship to find the way to support our partners as they're pregnant when they're going through these things because we're going through one experience, but it's much harder on our partners. Um, and to be able to recognize that as a, as is something that I've had to learn as we step through like these experiences. Um, but it's it it ultimately makes you kind of more aware of, of your bond with your partner and how you communicate and work through these things. And in our experience, it's odd that we've had to like in, in mentally experience the decisions while we haven't actually had to uh, experience them in practice. Um, hopefully that that will continue, but um, it is, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting and trying time more so than when you're 16 or whatever. And they're saying, mm -hmm. don't get her pregnant. Don't get her pregnant. Don't get her pregnant. <laughs> And either you realize as an adult it's harder to get pregnant yeah. um, or it's a lot more complicated. Um, and again, everyone has their own story, but it's um, whether it's through miscarriage or termination or abortion or it, it's it's a really, uh, uh, I don't want to say humanizing process, but also like you kind of come into your own as an adult um, in terms of the way you experience things. And then hopefully you have such a great reaction when, when uh, if you're fortunate enough to have kids on the other side, that it actually shapes who you are. Mm -hmm. um, to say, it's like your your role with your daughters i've always assumed we would have daughters and we have two boys <laughs> thankfully we have adam and gretchen next door and so like two girls two boys and it all works out but um when we heard first that we were going to have a uh, a son with our first like i actually had to create the mental image of a boy because i always assumed having two sisters that i was going to have all girls and um it's been uh it's been a great experience and i never experienced i thought i would be a uh, boy dad but it's been just all the uh all the magic that I had expected with girls, just, just different level of energy and, mm -hmm. and physicality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I really appreciate you saying that uh, it's a couple's journey and a couple's decision on thinking about pregnancy and what you want to do with it and what direction. Cause I think oftentimes, especially with termination of pregnancy, there's this one stereotype, right? And that one stereotype is, Oh, you just don't want it. And so you're going to terminate it without any kind of thought process around are we ready? Are we financially ready? What is the medical conditions for mom, genetic disposition for kids? Um, you know, and for me, I just really think that there's a huge part of like, what is our responsibility? Like, if I know that I'm not going to be a good parent, why would I bring a baby into the world? Or if I know that this is a toxic relationship, why would I want to bring a child into this toxicity? Um, but there's just so many different variables to that. Um, and then if you, you know, had a miscarriage, there's variables with that. So I really appreciate you bringing that part up. And it can either make or break a relationship, but you have to talk about like, are we both okay with this decision or where are we at with it? Um, and yeah, it can make you stronger mm -hmm. as a couple. Yeah, I think Scott's told me that story before, but 
the fact that they are, as Scott said, doing kind of these dry runs and these very potentially difficult conversations, I think is just, I mean, hard to get my head around because you, you, like, you, you want to, that's a conversation you never want to have, mm -hmm. but you're having it ahead of time, which is incredibly impressive that you guys are that kind of, uh, you know, have that much forethought, and, you know, but it's crazy to think about. I can, I can only give a shout out to my amazing wife for the fact that she's a genetic counselor by profession. So mm -hmm. the fact that we even know to anticipate these things is because she was aware that we should probably have testing just generally. And then it actually came to it to come as something of substance in our decisions down the line. Um, nothing specific had been pointed out, but she's just like, oh, I don't have uh, an informative paternal history off her dad's side. Mm -hmm. So we did a whole um, whole uh, panel to understand what her risks were, matched them to when she had mutations to my risks. And then we realized we actually had a, each had a one in 2000 chance of having a similar uh, gene where our powers combined is a 25% problem. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so it just, had she not been in that profession, I don't know that we would have yeah. either known to have this conversation or been prepared to. And it's just interesting as a discipline for genetics um, that it is kind of about the science and like the options you have. It's not that you can shape it. And so that's another reason why we had to do it that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, so we, we have two kids and we, Gretchen, had, or we had one uh, miscarriage before our first child. And um, I think to part of that conversation, like you want to be there as a spouse, as a partner, but the emotions that I think we as dads feel are nowhere near, you just can't understand those, right? Like, and I think it's easier to, to understand, to understand the mindset of a parent with your spouse, with your partner, like how, how are we going to take care of our children? How are we going to discipline them or whatever? But you can't get inside the head of a woman who just had a miscarriage or even during the pregnancy, right? You just, you can try, you want to, but it's an, it's very challenging. And, you know, we, Gretchen was so excited when she got pregnant that I don't, what's the like normal wait time to tell people like. Typically like, like eight to 12 eight. weeks. Yeah. yeah. This was like five weeks, <laughs> like literally the second the pregnancy test came back positive. She told everyone like to the point we were at dinner, dinner party with friends. And she actually was like father's day and she put my name on the cake. And I was like, sweetie, I'm not a dad. You can't do that. And all, there were other dads at the table. She's like, you are now. And it was like, I start crying. And everyone's like, that was the big. And then we told her parents. And then two weeks later, she miscarries. And then we had to not only go through that, but then go out and tell everyone that week normally. And then what's not cool, but was sort of um, heartfelt from a lot of friends. You didn't know how many people have miscarriages. Mm -hmm. Because they don't tell you, right? No, people don't talk about it because why would they? And people like across the board were like, you know, then coming out and saying, you know, we, we also went through that. And so you just get a lot of support through that whole process from other people. And, you know, we had that we only had to go through it once, which was fortunate. And the other two worked out fine. But um, yeah, it was pretty, it, it kind of sucks for everyone, but I don't think. Mm -hmm. I'll still ever really truly understand what that was like for Gretchen to get to kind of go through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's hard for dads too. That excitement, especially I think you're first. It is, but a hundred percent, but it's not, it's, it's more of a, like, 
it's the same thing with the pregnancy. Like we're outsiders watching a, an amazing process go on and a very challenging process physically, emotionally for the, for the mom, but it's not our bodies. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and that will never understand. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, or the hormones that are pumping through you during that time. And we feel crazy and it's like, what are we doing? Like, then how I'm supposed to feel about it. But yeah. Right. And you know, as a dad, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what, like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure how to handle this one. Yeah, let's throw me a bottle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I often wonder how many times Randall was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is happening right now? Well, I've been involved in maybe like six pregnancies. One was twins. And then that that one was miscarried. That was the first pregnancy that I was aware of. Sometimes, <laughs> but that was the first one I was aware of. Um, and then she got pregnant again and miscarried again. Um, I'm always the one. I, I guess I don't have you know. It's not a knock on anybody else, but I'm the one who, if you don't feel that you should have a kid, then you probably shouldn't have sex you know those are the things like you know it was like i was prepared for that i think as you know as a kid knowing that stuff so it was just how i was um you know the, the the first person that i potentially was going to have a kid with i did not want to stay with the rest of my life but it wasn't uh it wasn't ever a thought for me to you know have an abortion or or get a kid up for adoption or anything it was like well I guess I'm with this person for 18 years. Doesn't mean I'm specifically have to be with them, but I'm gonna have a kid. Uh, you know, things worked out, which you know was not in good favor. Uh, you know, because you never want to see anything like that happen. Um, but it's, it's worked out for me for life. Uh, and then I found out like a year or two ago, another partner that I was with had an abortion that I was just aware of. So that was that was different. A lot of a lot of different emotions. I think it was different that I already had kids. You know, I think that it, it was still hard to hear because, again, I don't, I, I wouldn't ever want that. But uh, um, again, like we said, too, uh, you know, it is hard because, you know, generally, too, yes, uh, males do not carry the baby. So some say is not always, always there, which still kind of makes it hard because, um, you know, if I had the choice, I would, I'd rather have the kid. Uh, but I already had kids at this time too. So I think it was a different feeling of like, I didn't have kids. So it wasn't like a pressure, like, you know, um, to, to have kids. I think, you know, I think earlier too, when I said, we talked about having kids, like when I thought about it too, it was always a pressure. I totally forgot. It was like growing up is, you know, um, I was the last one who could carry my last name in the family. So it was always like pressure. Like you have to have a boy, you gotta have a boy, you gotta have a boy. So I think to your point, when you had to get mentally prepared for a boy, you know, and we found out we were going to have a girl, I cried at first and I was like, oh my God, like, you know, like, am I not going to have a boy? Like, cause I think it was that pressure, like that I have to have to carry on my last name. And so, but thankfully, you know, my, my daughter, she, uh, she can act as a boy a lot as well too, <laughs> um, which is, she's, uh, her her she doesn't have the same temperament as me as maybe like 
can get angry, but she definitely has my drive and her her will to not want to be second at things. She always wants to be first. So it's like she kind of was like a boy too. Um, my son is very, very dominant in that way too. But um, and then going back to pregnancy part, you know, like I don't know, I I think it's crazy to you know we didn't experience taking time to have a kid. I, you know, as soon as we got married, it felt like we got pregnant. Um, I know Misty thought we would have time, so she was okay with being like, sure, we'll try now. Like, now that we're married, we'll try. And it was like literally, I don't even know if it was, it was close to like a month. And, uh, you know, I remember finding out, coming home from snowboarding, and, you know, she like had the little pregnancy thing, and I was, you know, picked it up, I'm like, what the hell is this? And I was like, you know, I'm in the bathtub, and I was like, oh my God, we're, we're going to have a baby. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it was super exciting. Um, and then after having Zoe, we did get pregnant again. And it was, I think for a woman's body, and so I think this is why it happened. I think for a woman's body, it was a little too early. Um, not that we were trying to have, have a baby, um, because I think it was early again, but we did have a miscarriage, which, like I said, I think the body was like, I can't, I can't handle this. So it's like, you know, obviously, you know, needed to do what it did for itself. And then again, when things were better at that time, then we tried and again right away had Adler. So yeah, it was definitely, I just, I think sometimes that's how the woman's body is like, yes, you know, things are okay with this and let's move forward. And sometimes we're like, we can't support anything else. So we can't, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, my, my first experience um, would have been when I was 17, uh, my 16-year-old girlfriend got pregnant, and so we were in high school, and, and um, we just decided it wasn't gonna, wasn't a good idea. You know, you see the people around you, and, and you're like, I don't want to live that life, you know, drop out of school, or, you know, go to school and work nights, and, you know, try to bring this kid up just wasn't going to work so uh, we terminated that that pregnancy and that was really hard because um shortly after that we terminated our relationship so i know she was going through a lot that i wasn't a part of um so i, I can't even really relate to the, the experience that she had and and um but with me and and my wife uh it was uh first time first kid you know we didn't have we didn't have any issues so it it worked out really nice thank you for joining us today and listening to our dads talk about their experiences preparing to be fathers this was the first part in a three segment episode for daddy boot camp join us next time as the dads dive deeper into their experiences in the delivery room and the operating room delivering their babies Past that, we're going to get to hear from the fathers on their experiences bringing the baby home for the first time. It should be fun. Looking forward to having you join us next time. Thank you for listening to Parenting Naked Collaborative. To learn more about Parenting Naked Collaborative, visit us on the web at www.parentingnaked.com or follow us on Facebook at Parenting Naked. Thanks so much and have a great day.